Have you ever hard on yourself because you don't do enough, don't feel like you're enough, that whatever you do, it just isn't the right thing, or you're just, well, downright negative in the fact that and just push yourself and I'm, I'm just not enough. Well, that's what we talk about today is the a common phrase that I hear or a common comment that that I hear a lot in with my coaching clients and on Facebook and let's face it, even to myself, I have to check. But let's dive in and see what how this phrase is actually stopping us from getting us what we want. All right, let's do this. Hi friend, I am so excited that you're here to check out Her Restored Spirit podcast. If you've gone through something that has left you broken spirited, maybe it's a divorce, loss of a spouse or even a child, loss of a job, whatever it is, I know there is restoration in your future. I'm a widowed mom and I remember what it feels like to emerge from the fog to discover that my loss is not the center of my story, but it actually instilled in me a new hope a new understanding of faith, and a new strengthening in my heart, soul, and motherhood. I have finally understood that God has taken my test and formed it into my testimony, and that's why I'm here with you. I want you to step into your purpose, into a newfound joy, and to turn a new page in your book, because I believe you are on the brink of full restoration, unlocking a confidence that you didn't know was inside you, and understanding how to live more fruitfully with purpose, joy, and permission to be washed in possibility. It's time, friend, to reclaim your restored spirit. Hey, welcome back to Her Restored Spirit Podcast. My name is Tammy, and today I'm going to dive into a a phrase that I hear a lot. It's one that I think to myself regularly, and then I have to check myself, but it's, I have to work hard to deserve X, Y, Z. So with this... So let me tell you, a few nights ago, I woke up at one in the morning and my brain was having a hissy fit of all of the things that I had going on, all of the things that I was doing and that I can't do it. Um, I'm overwhelmed. I'm anxious. I'm I'm failing at everything. I, I just can't keep doing it this way. And it really felt like you, like the, you're failing at everything. What do you, who do you, who do you think you are? to try all of this stuff. And it's, it goes all back to this. If I work hard, then I will deserve whatever it is. And realizing, and and so things that are going on, like I have a business, as you know, otherwise you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. Um, I homeschool, um, as you know, if you've listened to this podcast and, um, homeschooling and running a business as a, a sole parent is not an easy feat. But I, I mentioned in another um, podcast episode, I talked about how just because God called you to it doesn't mean it's easy. And that I felt that he's called me to homeschooling. Um, and so as I'm, as I'm break, going down through this line and, and at 1am, you know, we're all very rational. Our thoughts are completely true and that we should really write them down because that's the way life really is. I say that tongue in cheek because none of that's true. At 1am, our brains are not, uh, they, they don't speak truth. It may have partial truths. It may have um, elements of truth. It may have glimpses, excuse me, glimpses of truth, but it's not truth. And it feels very overwhelming. 
now when you have those moments, those hissy fits, those where your brain shuts down and gets overwhelmed, you know, you just, you ruminate, you ruminate. And the thing is with that question, when that, um, that thought it's who do I talk to, to go through it? And I was like, okay, well, if I talk to my public school friends, um, moms, they would say, well, of course you shouldn't homeschool. You should go back to public school. If you talk to private school mom friends, they'll be like, well, of course, private school is the only way to go. And that's what you really should be doing. And if I talk to my homeschool mom friends, they would be the, well, of course you have, you put your business, you know, homeschool, that's, that's the way to go. That's the best option. And there's more to it than that. There's more to it. And getting down to what is the heart of the overwhelm? And it goes back to that, that the thought that I brought up the beginning of this is if I don't work hard, I don't deserve X, Y, Z. And that's one of the things it's like, okay, I need to, I, and I work really hard. But I'm also, I, I know that there's time that I built in time for myself. I built in time to go work out. I built in time to make dinner. I really enjoy in this season right now, making dinner. I know I'm getting ready to start spring sports. Um, I don't enjoy it as much because time is so limited in the evenings. So um, that's, and again, I talked about that in another podcast about seasons and how we get to define and we get to, to describe the seasons and what brings us energy and what steals our energy. But let's dive into the, I don't deserve it if I don't work hard or if I'm not working hard, I don't deserve it. And this goes into perfection tendencies. This goes into worthiness tendencies. It can go into multiple different ways. And so if there's something that you are feeling, if there's something in this, that some form of this phrase is coming up for you, what can you do about it? What is important to understand and what, how, do, how can you look at it to start breaking it down? Because we all have these ants, these thoughts that pop up that seem like their identity thoughts, that they are belief thoughts, that they're true. And what I want to encourage you to do and what I want to talk about in this is let's break that down a little bit. And how can we really look at that statement in order to see really what's going on? Because do you believe that success only comes from working really hard? Do you, do you believe that you need to work for success, that you need to earn it, that you need to, um, that it needs to mean something? And with those questions, I would say, yeah, I was like, well, of course you're not successful if you don't put any effort into it, if you don't work on it. But the real question, the real thing here is the definition of the words. It's the word, if I'm not working hard enough, what is working hard enough? Describe that, define that. What does that mean to you right now? What did it mean to you growing up? What was it, what is your family of origin? What was it mean working hard? What, how was it portrayed to you when you were younger? How can you, um, and, and dive into this a little bit and ask like from your parents, what does working hard mean? I had a, my, my dad was an Air Force officer. 
So working hard was serving. It was getting the job done. It's service before self, excellence on all you do and integrity. Um, and well, integrity first, but let me just, you know, service before self and excellence in all you do, like integrity first, aim high air force, but it was working over when I was in the air force, it was okay. Hours were six 30 to four 30 and I would show up at six 30. And finally, a couple weeks into it, I had a senior math sergeant set me down. Somebody who is, you know, um, it's, you know, I was an officer who's enlisted. So there's that, that balance. However, the amount of respect I had for this man, though my rank was higher, he had more respect. Like, but you know, that's the kind of thing it was where, and so he came up to me and he's like, Hey, LT, let me, he's like, um, do you realize that you don't get in before the boss? And I was like, well, I'm here on time all the time. I'm here on time. He's like, well, perception matters. He's like, you need to be in before the boss. Um, he's like, this is just, just something, just a tidbit. This, I don't know if you're aware of it. And, and he, and I recognize that in the Air Force, it's like, well, duh. What it means is that I need to be there at 5.45 to 4.30 and that I actually had to leave after the boss. Um, so it quickly turned into 5.45 to like 6 p.m. or later. Um, and those perceptions. So that's kind of what was drilled into me. That's working hard. It's going above and beyond. So that's how I started defining the um for my for where I am now that's how I started defining homeschooling and working in my business and running a household and it was wearing me out and um I defined this probably a year ago I started looking at it and I defined it but our patterns have a way of sneaking back in if we don't check them and it was sneaking in. Overwhelm was coming. I was still was not focused on my on my things um, that I needed to do in order to keep things running smoothly. So that feeling, that thought that I had that I wasn't working hard enough came in. And it's like, at that point, I was able to step back and look at it. And wh what did it mean growing up? What does it mean now? Working hard enough. Well, what does working hard mean? Well, it means that I have time for the kids, that they get their schoolwork done, um, in a timely manner, whatever that may be, whether it's a day or a week, whatever the it takes, that I, and what do I want the day to look like? Because I get to define what work is. Um, I'm in a position where that's solely my definition, but I was allowing an old definition to dictate my current situation. So that's one way when you start having these, these thoughts, these ants running in your mind, Write them down, and then what words can you define? So by defining working hard enough or working, working, if I don't, if I'm not working hard, what does that mean? Well, it looks different now. It doesn't mean showing up before the boss and leaving after the boss. It means working hard is we're getting, we're making progress. I'm building a relationship with my children and helping them learn skills and character traits in versus focusing on the actual book learning both are happening but i feel like character and who they're becoming in this process is just as important as what they're learning 
So by sitting back and just listen, like defining that one part, and if you hear my dog barking, sorry, there's somebody driving by. Um, hold on a second, let me put him out. Okay, where were we? Now I've got to gather my thoughts again. And so the question, the definition, and the these thoughts that we have, if we sit and we define them for right now, and then we look at, okay, what did it mean before? What do I want it to mean now? And decide if that old definition is what you're working from. If the, if it, you know, what did you get from that? What did you, you know, analyze it, dive in um, because and understand the expectation, that belief that you hold. And then you get to decide if it's still true. Am I working hard? Well, you know what, I, I recognize now that I don't need to be working every moment of every day in order to work hard. With having more um, intentions and having focus on character and focusing on and removing some of the outcomes and, you know, allowing that to kind of shake out how it may, it's allowed me the freedom to shift, to pivot, to um, one day me be more productive than the next it also allows me to feel like I'm I'm working and making progress, but because I haven't checked off all 45 things on my to-do list, doesn't mean I had an unsuccessful day. Doesn't mean that I'm a failure. So the second part of that statement is I don't deserve success. And a lot of times we put that together with the, if I don't work hard enough, or if I don't work hard, then I don't deserve success. But a lot of times there's a loaded meaning in that by itself. And defining, I've talked before about defining success for yourself. And again, we get to do that every season and look to see what was successful when I was younger? What did my parents portray as success? And really it meant taking and I taking care of everyone else's needs and not taking any credit for yourself. And making sure that everything else, everything I could do is taken care of and not being seen or heard. You know, it's, it's one of those, it's an act of service. It's a, this is just your job and you just make sure your boss looks good. And that's what, that's what I did. Also make sure the people below you, you know, like um, the people who are following you or the people that you're responsible for, people that are, um, that need help, you help them. And you do it in a way that's self-sacrificing. So that was success is self-sacrificing. And so, of course, the belief that I had was that I got to work hard and I got to self-sacrifice, which means I don't take care of myself, which means I don't take time out to go to the gym, which means I don't take time out to go um, and just to go have coffee with a friend, to have coffee with a friend. Um you know, things like that. I, I'm sure you can start, you know, what things you do that really take care of your soul. The even, um, even the daily quiet time started getting shorter because I, so I can still do it, but it will, I'll do it for a shorter amount of time. So I can get back to the real work. And I, instead of focusing on who I was being, I was focusing over the last couple of months of what I was doing. And so that's what I encourage when, when I'm talking with clients and I take them through the process of this and we dive into whatever their belief statement is 
and we dive in and like, okay, what questions are there around it? What definitions do I need to understand? And should you understand um, before we continue? Because we need to know what we're working with. We need to know what is the heart of the belief. Because we talked about the belief is a thought paired with emotion over time. We don't even know when our beliefs are shifting or changing most of the time, unless we're intentional about it. We can have the same thing come up over and over and realize that we our belief changed about it and we didn't even recognize it. And so that's the kind of thing that when you're in coaching, when you are you have these thoughts, that's why we capture our automatic negative thoughts and we're aware of what, you know, think about what you're thinking about. Um, but when we're looking at those those things that keep us up at night, when we're thinking about these thoughts that are keeping us that from feeling worthy or they keep us ruminating, the thoughts that if I don't work hard, then I don't deserve success. Well, what do you what do you mean by working hard? What do you mean by success? And why don't you deserve it? Why isn't it something that it's um it's given? Why is um what does God say about it? Does he, and, and does, what does it equate to? What does deserving success look like? And when we ask ourselves those questions and get to the heart of really what's going on, we recognize that there's lies tied into some of the, some glimpses of truth that we hold on to when we like, if this part is true, so is this part. And we limit ourselves and we don't give ourselves the grace that God's already given us. We don't allow the things that we want to start to, to come to fruition, to come to life, to start doing and being the things and who we need to, to be to have what we really want. We limit ourselves by this belief that if you don't work hard, and what if the thing that you want, you don't get by working hard? The relationship I want with my kids, I don't get by working hard. I get by spending time with them. I get by knowing what they're into. I get by um, knowing who they are. And so I can speak into that and who their friends are and what they like to talk about and all of that by me doing things. I don't learn that. So even that belief right there is keeping me from what I really want. And it's to to have an amazing relationship with my kids. And again, that word amazing, I get to define, and it looks different than it did when they were kids, when they were toddlers. Now as teenagers, because I have two of them now, it's about knowing who they are, having an amazing relationship, meaning they can come and talk to me, that I can talk with them about things that are, um, you know, worldly things, that we have conversations about what they think about different things they've come up against. And I don't get that relationship by adding more papers or grading everything that they have or um, just doing all the things. And so I want to encourage you today. What is the thought that you have that's really been stopping you? What is that deserving thought that I don't deserve this? Or if I if I don't do this, I don't deserve that. If I don't work hard. If I don't spend enough time, if I don't 
you know, whatever it may be for you and write it down. And it's not the same when you type it, you use different parts of your brain. So write it down on a piece of paper, break it apart. What are the, the phrases in there that can stand alone or that are complete thoughts, like just in between the, the thought, if I'm not working hard enough, I don't deserve success. You know, the two parts of that sentence um, and whatever yours is, and then define the words for yourself, define them, what they, what did they used to mean? What would you like them to mean? Because that's the crazy part is, okay, Webster, you've got the, that, that success definition. Sure. But what, how do you interpret that into your life? Is success I mean, what is success? I'm not even gonna give you ideas. Like I can't even think of any right now that are, um, I just drew a blank, but what could be success? Success for me is being able to get help with things and not doing things by myself. Um, uh, It is working on the character traits of my kids and for myself versus making sure that everything is done perfectly. That's success, taking time to, to make choices based on my priorities and values versus things that I'm expected to do or are um, expectations I put on myself. That is success. When I recognize that an expectation is no longer necessary, that is success. And so when you do that, when you get in this practice, you start to give yourself a little more grace. You start to give yourself a little more freedom that when you're feeling overwhelmed, you can ask yourself, why? Why am I feeling overwhelmed? What thought is this? And how can I change it? Because even just making that shift of with this, um, I can't do all of this. Like if I don't work hard and I'm failing at everything by looking at the definitions and by thinking, choosing a different thought about it, I'm able to see, okay, this is what's not working. We've lo- we've dropped some of our boundaries. And so they know that when I'm working, um, they cannot come into my office, but I have these office hours where I will teach them and guide them and answer questions and see what they're working on and get excited about what story they want to tell me. When I, we, that's why I was feeling overwhelmed is because we dropped some of the boundaries that were working and they get lackadaisical, you know that, like the things we get comfortable and we shift and we stop doing those things that we, we think that we don't need them or, oh, things are going well. So we, we won't do the habits, um, that we have in place or that we've been working towards. And we just need a little reset. We need a reset and go back and new expectations. What is, what now do we need to do in order to make it work? So ladies, I encourage you to think about it today, this week, sometime. Think about what is one of the the automatic negative thoughts that's keeping you right where you are, that's bringing you down, that's making you feel less than worthy. Write it down and go through this exercise. And I would love to hear about it. I would love to hear and, um, and talk about it some more because the thing is, is that we are all... We all have these thoughts. You're not alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. 
you're not alone in them. And one thing is when we try to go alone or we, we don't bring them to light and we feel alone in them, we get isolated. We get ostracized. We get, um, we feel like we're not worthy. We we take it on and it becomes much bigger than ourselves, which is where the anxiety and the overwhelm comes in. And so when I say that I want to hear about it and I want to know one of the things is because I guarantee that the thought you have, others have it as well. Probably people you know, probably you're one of your friends who just hasn't had that brave moment that's been courageous enough to say, I don't feel like I'm enough. Or when we can say it and we feel helpless because we don't know how to help. Well, this right here, this little activity that I, this that I've been talking about for the last 20-ish minutes, this right here will help you come up with something to do. This is an action step that will get you out of this immediately and will get you to in a space that you can now move forward, that you can see where you want to go, that gives you that grace and freedom to breathe and know that it's going to be okay, that you can do this. And one amazing place is my Facebook group. So I'm just going to be honest with you about that. Um, and I've alluded to it and I, I talked about it in the last podcast a little bit, how I've started and stopped. And that's one area that I have felt that it's, I, that I, I, I can't do this. But more and more, God's put it on my heart that, no, this is where you need to go. Because women like me, they're craving connection and want someone to say, instead of saying, oh, I'm sorry, you're so overwhelmed. Oh, yeah, that's so bad. Oh, you're busy? Good job for being busy. Um, we, we all want to say, okay, you're busy. Or is it things you're choosing? What's going on with that? We want to see how we can get out of our own mind. And we want to... We want to live. We want to grow. We want to be excited about our life. We don't want to feel the weight of it. So get into our Facebook group. I am changing my thoughts about it and I am working towards it. And I'm getting really excited about what's about to happen with that. And I'm going to start posting and I'm going to start like, this is coming. Um, and even after this podcast comes out, like there'll already be some things in there. Um, but the space that I want is for women who are making a transition, making a statement, making a, they want to discover who they are now. That women who are looking at their lives and realizing that there is a calling put on their lives that's bigger than themselves, wherever it may be. It could be for their family. It could be for their friends. It could be for ministry. It could be a a new business idea, an entrepreneur, it could be, um, you know, who knows? Like I, I can't even put definition on what God does here because it is a God dream. Um, and I don't like, there's so many things that it's like, he brings it to life and this is how things grow is he places it in our hearts and then we allow them to stir and to get bigger and bigger. And then one day, finally, we can't keep quiet anymore. And we have to share it with somebody. Um, and if we don't, we feel out of alignment. So this space is let's talk about you. Let's talk about what it is that unselfish working on you, that if you understand who you are, 
and how God made you. If you're feeling these things that are holding you back, like I don't deserve success. I don't deserve where I have to work hard. We can look and see where the truth lies and where are lies. The lies of the devil, the lies of the mind, the lies that are keeping us safe, not successful. And so that is my, that's my focus. And I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited. Um, and I've been priming it in. For those of you who know the brain prime process, I've done enough with many of you. So you, you see that. Um, and how in 67 days, we can actually believe, have a completely diff different belief system. Um, believe something about ourselves, believe something about what we're capable of, um, things that we, our expectations. And so join the Facebook group. That was a whole long way to say, join the Facebook group because it's not about me and it's not a place for me to just go and, and share. And when I was making it about me, it was, um, it wasn't good. And I don't do well like that. It's really, I, I hear you, I see you, and I want to help you. So join the Facebook group. Also, I have some one-on-one -on -one sessions open. So if you are looking for coaching, if you've, if it's been on your heart, then DM me or go to my Facebook page and click on the link to get on my calendar and let's talk about it. And the final thing is, and they say, all the gurus say, only tell people one thing to do, but I'm going to tell you three, the join the Facebook group, that there's one-on-one -on -one coaching available um, starting as soon as the end of this month. So like two weeks from now, um, we can get you in. Um, by we, I mean me. And the third is I this going this discover you group. This is a, it's now a 16 week, it's four months and it's weekly and we get to dive in dive in with a, a group of women who are all in the same space, but different, but all are wanting to say, okay, God, who did you create me to be? Who am I? And, and what does that mean? And we just finished with a group of ladies who, um, it was such a, every one of them was worried about the group aspect and it being vulnerable and not being able and being kind of weird. Um, but I'm, but soon I'm going to put on some of the, the quotes, some of the, they from their words, what they got out of it, because every one of them is really happy. They're really, they loved what they get. They found themselves in it and what's next for them. And I want that for you. So with that, I'm going to close and listen to your thoughts, write them down and define them. That's what your action step is for today and tell me about it. So go into Facebook and send me a message. Um, Tammy Marie Koji, go on Instagram, send me a message if you prefer Instagram. Um, but then let's talk on Facebook. Also, if you have any questions, send them my way because I will get them answered for you. With that, choose joy until joy chooses you. See ya.